Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights. And today we continue with the condition of the heart, day four. We've been learning about the importance of fertile soil. For centuries, human use of land has been one of the major contributors towards the development, persistence, decline, and regeneration of civilization whose backbone has been agriculture. And to say the truth, to great extent, agriculture sustains and defines lives. And at the center of it all, healthy soil is able to maintain plants, both controllable factors such as soil management and the uncontrollable factors such as environmental conditions affects the fertility and health of the soil. A good soil provides everything that is needed for the seed to germinate, take root and flourish to bring forth a generous harvest. You know, the degree of yield of a crop depends on the fertility of the soil. The absence of competing plants and the efforts put by the farmer towards maintaining not only the soil, but the crops themselves. So the fertile soil is devoid of weaknesses that we have seen in the other three types of soil that we have covered so far. It must be soft, deep, and clear of weeds, unlike the stiff soil on the footpath, the shallow soil on spread thinly on the underlying rock and the thorny ground. And such soil is described in the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. We are now in verse 8. The Bible says that still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60 and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. And Jesus goes on to explain to the disciples what this part of the parable means in verse 23. The seed that fell on the good soil represent those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. This parable illustrates a soil that is both fertile and weed-free, a soil on which good and productive crops would grow. It represents those of us, mm -hmm, those of us who receive the word, it takes root in us and bears fruit. It is important to remember that even with crops, not all yield the same quantity of harvest. It is not different even with our reception of the word of God. While we may all yield generously, we differ in proposition or in proportions. The fact that we have different yields, even after we receive the same word, should not become a discouragement to us. It's only proof that we vary in our capacities and our opportunities. And so we must also remember that even when it seems that only a few respond to the word of God, the sower is still in control 
and the seed that fell in the right heart will respond and reproduce or produce in great harvest. And so we must therefore seek to be like the good soil described here, well broken, manured, tilled, and we must seek the word of God, hear it, understand it, and receive it within ourselves, and then allow it to accomplish its purpose in our lives. For this is the only way, the only proof of salvation. It is the fruitfulness that distinguishes the good ground from the other ground, as does the true believers from the hypocrites. Remember one time Jesus says that you shall know them by their fruits. And that saying is still true even today. You shall know them by their fruits. Hearing and understanding the word of God goes beyond the mere intellect. It involves hearing the word, discerning its meaning. An honest and good heart will focus on the hearing the word and retaining it. This parable is a confirmation that when the word of God is sown, it will yield something if if it lands in the right soil, if it lands in the right heart. But we must also invest into making sure that the environment is right for the crop to grow. The analogy here is that growth is akin to sanctification. It is the formation of God's image in us. When we live according to his word, it is the outcome of the efforts we put towards ensuring that the potential of a great harvest is maximum. And this calls for you and me to embrace completely the good news with which we hear with the very center of our being. Our mind must be open and willing to learn. We must be willing to put what we hear into action. We must realize that the Bible does not say that there were no stones and thorns in this soil. The key word here is that the soil was fertile. Thorns and stones might have as well been there, but none of those prevailed to hinder the fruitfulness of the crop. And this happens to be the situation we find ourselves in as believers. Temptations, the rules of wealth, and all manner of pressures from within as well as from without are ever present. It is only that through grace we are freed from their reign, from the reign of sin. A person whose heart is fertile for the word of God is an intelligent hearer. He hears the word, understands not only the sense and the meaning of it, but understands his own concerning it, like it's his own business. And we must submit in the word totally to God and let him gain our will, our affections, by opening our understanding of his word. We must also aspire to be fruitful hearers, for this is what proves our understanding. The fruits we bear must be reflective of the word as a fruit is reflective of the seed 
by becoming its own body. Our fruits must be the products of the word in both our hearts and our lives. It must be agreeable and demonstrative of the seed of the word we received. Our minds and lives must conform to the gospel we received and to the teachings we continue to receive. And as we continue to grow in grace, we should avoid the temptations, the frustrations of trying to be alike in every way to other believers. We must realize that there are different degrees of grace and thus different degrees of yield. And while we should aim for the highest degree, we should always remember that if the ground is right, if the heart is honest, and if the fruit is right, that we bring forth shall be graciously accepted, for it will be the fruit abounding to our account. The sower has sown his seed into us with grace, and therefore we shall grow and live under the grace, for we are not under the law. It is not a competition. And that's why Jesus said that we have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. This month of April that we are venturing in, we will focus into growth. And we will focus in growing in all areas, in all aspects of our lives. But one thing we needed to do is to prepare our hearts. Is your heart a fertile ground? This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And this is The Heart, Day 4. Shalom. Thank you for your continued support and encouragement to the making of the Daily Insights. Reaching an average of 60 people a day with over 10,000 total plays. I invite you to partner with us by supporting this podcast through monthly or one-time donation. Your contribution will be used to sustain the episode subscription and hosting platform. My goal is to inspire and share insightful messages in our generation, empowering one person at a time each day to continue serving the purposes of God in our generation. Your support is highly appreciated. Click that support button now and give your support. You can support with $1, $5, or as much as you are able to give blessings.